Welcome back to chapter two of Beyond an Athlete. Today I want to talk about my missing piece. My missing piece being my father. I would start off by saying the world has taught me more about being a man than my father ever could. And growing up without him wasn't easy. I had to learn so many things. I had to experience so many things and it took a toll on me mentally. I wasn't able to trust anybody. On so many occasions, I was just disappointed by this man. He failed to show up. I remember certain days where he would be there and there was a day where he just stopped coming. He just stopped coming around. I didn't hear anything from him. I didn't have any excuse. There was no phone call. There was no text message saying I'm not coming back. He just stopped showing up. And that's where the trust issues came into play. I wasn't able to communicate my feelings. I could barely process anything. I was so young, my brain didn't understand like what was going on and why I felt this way. The only reason that I learned how to understand and accept all of this stuff is when I grew up. When I was younger, I felt like I blamed myself for his absence. I felt like I felt like I wasn't worthy enough. I didn't mean anything. I wasn't important. So all of that just played a factor in why I just was so angry and why I wasn't okay. Yes, I had football. I had coaches. And on the field, I could say they were kind of like father figures to me. No, they didn't really understand my situation. They wasn't really telling me how to be a man. But their coaching kind of taught me a little bit, you know. But when I went home, I didn't have that. I didn't have that father figure. I didn't have that male role figure. You know, I had a mother, and it wasn't easy on her to teach me all of this stuff. The one thing that she told me was to just be tough. That's all I understood. My brother didn't really show up for me like that, and he himself didn't know how to be a man because he also had to understand he didn't have a father. So he was also embracing his feelings, too. So I just took all of that and had to experience everything. Nine times out of ten, he forgot my birthday. I didn't get another phone call, not a text message. The only time that he did was hours or the day later when somebody reminded him that it passed already. He didn't show up to any football games, no practices, no nothing. I didn't get picked up. I didn't get taken out to get food. I didn't get none of that stuff. It wasn't like it meant anything to him. I was just struggling as a kid, and he didn't really see it. Honestly, I felt like I was just seeking love out of a man that didn't love himself. He didn't know how to show up for anything that he'd made and created into this world. He just sat there, had a family, and then he left them when things got hard. And that was something that I just had to watch and I had to go through. Me and my rest of my siblings had to go through that. But I felt like I just internalized it a lot more because I really wanted him. Like, I just wanted my family to be structured. I felt like everything was peaceful when they were all together. And that day that he just stopped showing up, that he just stopped talking, that he just went distant and he basically went ghost and, you know, like AFK. I had to just deal with it, you know. And again, through those younger years and playing football and stuff, I played angry, like I said in my past episode. I played very angry. I played frustrated. No one knew what really I was going through, but I just got, I was able to take it out on the field. It affected me in school, you know. I watched everybody get picked up by their parents and, you know, their dad is coming with them and their mom and stuff together and they got siblings and all but I wasn't having that you know like I had to go I was getting picked up by my siblings going home and you know my mother just there and you know God bless her because she made sure I had everything she made the impossible happen but yes I was jealous watching other people have both of their parents in the picture and I didn't and for a while that's just what I dealt with through middle school through you know stuff like that summer camps and all of that stuff like when people had their parents and their father and mom going on school trips and summer camp trips and all of that stuff I didn't have that my mother was at work my father didn't show up for none of that stuff. He still wasn't around, and I had to just deal with all of these emotions all together, and it just wasn't easy, you know? And then high school comes by, and that's when it reality really hit me on, okay, like, this is a whole different thing. Like, I'm just, I feel like growing up, I was just so exhausted after the fact. Just going into high school, I created this world in my mind where, you know what, I'm done hurting, I'm done being upset. I became numb to everything. So in my mind, everything was just sunshine and rainbows. Like, I was just going into high school, like, you know what, I'm tired of being hurt, I'm tired of being angry. Let's just be our own happiness. You know, freshman year, that's when everything took a toll on me. That's when it was like, yeah, not having a father really affected me. And like I stated in my past episode, I struggled with mental health. And I feel like because he wasn't there before in my younger years, 
I never learned how to just deal with everything. I didn't know how to just sit there and say, you know what, this is how I'm going to go about it. No, I just feel like I just got attacked by everything at once. You know, the depression, the anxiety, the suicidal thoughts and all of that stuff, not having a male figure there to break down. Okay, you know what, this is what you have to do in your moments of weakness. That took a toll on me because through my freshman year, I had to face my demons alone. Like I said, in my other episode, again, I slept in my room. I just went home and slept in the dark so much. I literally slept everything away because I didn't know how to just embrace my feelings. I didn't know how to sit there and, you know, write things down and say, this is what's really wrong with me. I didn't know how to address everything that I was going through. I just knew that it existed but I didn't know how to deal with it you know so I walked around angry I walked around mad I walked around sad I cried a lot you know and I tried to talk to my mom and stuff like that but even then it just wasn't enough and I didn't know who to really run to and that's why I say my missing piece being my father affected me so much because I didn't have that male figure telling me that this is stuff that you could potentially go through this is stuff that you can potentially face this is what the world is going to do to you this is the you know the real side of the world I didn't have that and what I always craved for him to do with me was just to prepare me for the world was just to give me the insight you know that the world is not the nice place that the world is not really what you think it is that there are some bad people and there are a lot of things that you're going to go through and I wish that he taught me like mentally to be a man how to be tough when it came to dealing with all of that stuff and because he wasn't there again I had to face everything by myself you know like, yes, my mother said, Chris, you got to be tough. You got to sit there. And, you know, she kind of tried to break it down, but it just wasn't enough. Watching it from a female's point of view, I feel like I would have grasped it a little better from a male's perspective, especially, you know, knowing a little things about my father and what he's gone through. I feel like the knowledge of what he's dealt with could have came off to me and it would have prepared me better than me just having to face everything and say, OK, like this is what I'm going through now. Like, no. You know, and I feel like that was just aggravating and it just carried on through my high school years, you know, through sophomore and junior year. I'm still dealing with things, new feelings, new experiences, dealing with people, girls and all of that stuff. And it's like I wasn't prepared for none of that stuff. You know, I had to prepare myself. I had to just get myself ready. I had to face every battle that I had. And it, it just got overwhelming at times. Like, it was just a lot, you know. And it, I hated him for so long. Like, I hated my father. Through high school, I hated him. And I know hate is a strong word. I always tell myself, you know, it's not okay to hate somebody. But deep down in my heart, I feel like I hated him. Because I feel like I went through these things because of him. If he would have been there, if he would have told me how to deal with all of this stuff, if he would have told me this is potentially what you could go through, if he would have sat there and said, you know what, I kind of went through this when I was younger and maybe you'll go through this, but I want to prepare you for this stuff. If he would have just been there, if he would have just been a role model, I wouldn't have had to face everything by myself. You know, I wouldn't have had to sit there and hurt in silence. I wouldn't have had to sit there and feel like I wasn't a man and, and you know, being upset and stuff didn't make me as a man because I feel like because he wasn't there, I created this false persona that I'm not a man if I cry. I'm not a man if I'm angry. I'm not a man if I'm going through things. So I had to block my feelings. I became numb for so long. For so long, I became numb to everything. I tried to tell myself, like, it's not normal to feel anything. You know, every time that I went through something, it just sat there. I became nonchalant in a sense, you know, and when I did hurt, I didn't hurt around anybody because I felt like I was weak. That's the only thing that I feel like I learned through those experiences. And going back to why I say I hated him, I just did. You know, I watched him have a different family. I watched him take care of his other children. And I had to listen to that from a distance, you know. And he would try to pop in, in and out and, and try to talk to me and stuff. And I didn't want to open up to him. There was nothing to say to him. I'm already going through this stuff. It's your fault. And I blamed him for it. Like I said, I feel like if he was there, I wouldn't have had to deal with this stuff. It wouldn't have been so hard. I would have been prepared. I would have been able my freshman year to know, okay, like, this is potentially what I can go through, but this is how we're going to go through it. And even if not, I feel like having him there in general, I could have opened up to it. I could have just did all of that stuff and he just wasn't there. So the hate became strong, you know, and it was just hard. Like high school wasn't easy, you know, like it just wasn't an easy thing for me to go through. Like I had no, no real male figures to talk to. 
I couldn't go to coaches. You know, I tried to, but even then, they, they wasn't sitting there telling me, like, how to fix every problem. And I was already a person of God. Like, I followed God. My faith was already strong. But I feel like through all of these situations that I went through in high school, I kind of questioned him. I questioned, like, why? Why was I going through these things? Why is it my fault? You know, like, after internalizing everything, why is it that my father wasn't there? Why is it that he didn't teach me these things? Why is it this and why is it that? And I feel like all of these whys, you know, like, there was just no point for them. Through it all, I just felt like I had to tell myself, you know what, all this is happening for a reason, you know? I got to the point where I sat there and stopped questioning God and I started trusting him. That's how I got through these situations. That's how I feel like I started processing my feelings a lot more. I started praying to God a lot. I started talking to him. When I didn't feel like I had anybody, I just went to him. When my coaches didn't show up, I talked to God. When my mother didn't show up, I talked to God. When my teammates and my friends didn't show up, I talked to God. Like God and me be, basically became best friends. And my faith got me through all of these problems. And it also healed my heart in a sense because I stopped hating my father. I stopped hating him because I told myself, what would God want me to do? What would Jesus do? I can't hate myself. I can't hate him for it. He didn't show up. That's how I accepted it. God gave me the strength to accept it. I started praying, like, can I just please get the strength? Can you give me the strength to get through these situations? Can you give me the strength to get through this stuff with my father? Can you give me the strength to trust him and stop hating him? And eventually my heart became pure and it just stopped. Everything just stopped. And I started saying, you know what? There's no reason for me to hate this man. He did what he did. Why am I going to give him control? And I just feel like that was God talking through me, you know? And I just remember the time in my senior year where I sat there and I called my father. And I was like, you know what? I'm tired of this. Like, I told him everything that he put me through, and eventually I just told him, like, I want to move on from this. I want to sit there, and I want to be build a better relationship and stuff like that. And even then, you know what? The relationship didn't go back to being perfect because, you know, he still was who he was. But I feel like that was just a step forward in helping me heal my heart. So through these problems that I went through, I started healing. God gave me the strength to heal, and that's all I was asking him for. After looking all of these wrong places, you know what? Turning to God and already having God in my life, but my faith getting stronger in him, it helped me progress through all of these problems. Problems and you know I don't regret anything like it wasn't easy you know I know I was upset I was mad I was frustrated I was hateful like I had a lot of things that I felt towards that man but God helped me release that stuff from my life and even today you know what I still have mixed feelings for my father we don't speak I don't call him we don't talk we don't text none of that stuff you know what but it's not because I hate him anymore it's not because I'm angry at him it's just because I've gotten adjusted to him not being there I've gotten used to somebody not being there I've gotten used to not having him there I've accepted that he's not there that he wasn't there and that he will never be there for me and it just doesn't affect me anymore more. When I think about him, I don't think about hatred. I don't think about anger. I don't think about sadness. I just think about, you know what? He's just non-existent, you know? And that's just something that the Lord has got me to the point where I forgive him. And forgiveness isn't easy, especially when somebody that you love and that you feel like should be there for you isn't there and even with him not being there like I got to the point where I started forgiving him where God gave me the strength to forgive him and through it all it just taught me like forgiveness is not easy you know it's so easy to stay angry at somebody it's so easy to stay mad at somebody and be frustrated and have hatred towards them and, and all of these feelings but it's not healthy because that's why it affected me for so long Instead of just sitting there, getting to a point before where it was like, you know what, I'm tired of giving him control. He stayed having control over me because I didn't know how to not let him have the control. I allowed for my pain to use me and not to use my pain, you know, and forgiving him was one step in releasing everything. It was like 
taking a burden off of your back where it was like something was weighing me down and because I forgave him it stopped affecting me it stopped hurting me you know today like I still choose to forgive him I can be angry I can be having all these hatred feelings and you know I don't ever want to see that man and talk to that man ever again but I don't have that I don't have that in me anymore it's not healthy and I'm just tired of giving him that control over me I'm tired of giving him that strength over me I'm tired of sitting here allowing him to dictate my moods and my feelings and stuff like that because you got to get to a point where you have to let things go in life it's not easy to let things go it's not like things go away in a day it doesn't go away in a week it doesn't go away in a month it takes time but if you want things to go away or to move on you need to forgive and let go and that's not easy even if it means it got to take work work for days i still continue to work on this every day i still have negative thoughts where i want to sit here and continue to hate him but today I've grown stronger than that and I forgive him. I refuse to allow those situations to dictate my mood and my future. I don't want to give him any more control over me. I'm tired of it. And honestly, just being tired from the situation, like it's taught me to really forgive. And that's led to other situations that I've been in when it's come to, you know, other people and other experiences that I've gone through. It's taught me to forgive and just to let go because a situation dealing with my father and, you know, saying I'm tired of allowing this to affect me i stopped allowing other things to affect me even today i still try to not allow things to affect me because it's just not worth it you're gonna waste a lot of time sitting here dwelling on the stuff that you've gone through and trying to blame yourself for it and blame other people for it when you just have to accept and accepting is a big part of forgiveness like accepting is not easy accepting is very hard you know accepting that something doesn't go your way and that things happen for a reason is really difficult you know but once you get to that concept of learning how to accept and forgive you're going to be able to just move on in life, you know? And like I said, dealing with other situations from my father and that's had me get to the point where I've had to accept and let go, like forgiving him taught me how to do that. If I didn't learn how to forgive my father, I wouldn't learn how to forgive anybody. I wouldn't learn how to forgive anybody that's affected me after him, that's hurt me after him, or situations that have hurt me after him, you know? Like getting to that point where I've learned to sit there and just let it go. Like I've learned to let a lot of things go and that's okay, you know? It's okay to let things go. It's okay to just move on. It's okay to want better for yourself. And I just wanted better for myself and I still want better for myself. Through this experience, I just feel like I've just become a better person. I feel like it's released a lot of things that have hurt me for so long in my past years I feel like because I learned to forgive and accept and you know like get to the point where I'm tired of allowing him to have control over me it has made me become stronger my faith in God allowed me to become stronger you know instead of blaming myself and feeling sorry for myself I sat there and said you know what I'm tired and I feel like healing and in future episodes I would like to dig deep and talk about how I've coped with everything and how I've gotten through it in further detail in my situation my father was my first glimpse at being disappointed in life and it hurt like I've said earlier because he was someone I depended on, someone that I trusted in, and he just wasn't there. He stopped showing up for me, and I feel like now I can't stay stuck on that because I had my mother, who had taken on both roles of being a dad and a mom, and I'm grateful for her because I know it wasn't easy. Even though she fully didn't break down everything for me to become who I am today, she tried her best. If I'm being honest, sometimes someone's best isn't enough though, but growing up is realizing they did what they could. Sometimes I wish my mom was able to help me in the ways that I needed. But today I understand that she couldn't. It's a part of knowing when to be graceful and to forgive. I just want to say for those who are in a same similar situation such as mine, be grateful because having one parent is more than enough than having no parent. It's okay to feel like you deserve more because you do. But at the end of the day, everything happens for a reason. And God allows these things to happen within his purpose. We can't spend the rest of our lives feeling sorry for ourselves because it's only going to get you so far. 
I've used the absence of my father now as motivation to never want to be like him and to always want to be so much more because I deserve that for myself. My future family deserves for me to correct his wrongs. I don't want to continue that toxic cycle of leaving my children just to fend for themselves and to figure out life. And anyone in this situation should feel the same. You can either be just like those who have hurt you or be better than those who have hurt you. Yet at the end of the day, it's your choice. And if you have a missing piece, I'm sorry that you've gone through it. But know that you're not alone and everything happens for a reason. And God is always there for you and he loves you. And if you don't believe in him, just know that you're always loved. And remember to lean on the people that actually have been there for you because they have never left. I relate to your pain, I do. But instead of allowing those feelings to continue to control you, release that hurt and free yourself from it. With that being said, I just want to say thank you to everyone who is listening to this episode of Beyond an Athlete. You have tuned into my missing piece. This is my world and you are now living in it. God bless.